the professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. Hey, welcome to a, another podcast edition of Lewis Howard Live. I am Lewis Howard, and you have stopped by for a pop tech edge conversation that can impact you and your world. We appreciate you being part of the conversation. And I always tell a friend, tell a friend to join in anytime. There's so many ways you can reach Lewis Howard Live these days. We're going on 10 years. We started this in 2009 and have produced over, boy, 350 and counting episodes uh, for you to enjoy and learn a library of learning that you can go through and really walk through some of the journals of my life and things that I've done that I've shared. And I appreciate when people reach out and they've heard a show or they quote something from the show. Hey, we've had over 100,000 downloads of the show. That's no small number. So we've at least touched 100,000 people, probably more, with the show. And so as we talk about ending a decade, right, and starting a new decade, I am so thankful for each and every one of you that has listened to the shows and shared those thoughts, supported to all of our sponsors, uh, everyone that has produced a show for me over the years, uh, many of the radio stations that we've been aired on around the Northwest, the U.S. and Canada. Uh, I'm thankful for what we've been able to do in terms of reaching the world with a message of inspiration and motivation through the different programs that we have had. But hey, it's time to move on for the new, right? We're about to go into a new decade, a new place. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you cleaning out your closet? Are you getting it ready to start to launch out into the new? So we're going to talk about that today. How do you make room for the new? You know, recently I learned a lesson from retailers. My women, female listeners, you probably could relate to this, right? Have you ever seen a store uh, that offers 50% off, 70% off, and man, you get down there and you're taking advantage of that sale. You are getting your, your, your bags, your Michael Kors shoes, bags, makeup, clothing, other gear, accessories, all at 50 to 70% off. That was worth driving in traffic. That was worth jostling with other buyers and shoppers to get that deal. One of the department stores, Nordstrom, which is a big department store around where we broadcast the show, uh, had a place called Nordstrom Rack. And Nordstrom Rack was when they were done with merchandise from the bigger stores, they would send it to the rack, and it would be discounted. Well, once a year, the rack would discount it off. So the rack would take already discounted merchandise, and then they would discount it even more. And you want to talk about a hell line of people. 
They would start lining up at Nordstrom Rack at about 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning for the doors to open at 10, and people would run over each other trying to grab sections of clothes. Moms would bring their 280-pound sons with them to keep people away, and they would go in and shop for deals. I, I had never seen such uh, a display of humanity chasing a deal before. But that's what Nordstrom Rack did every year. And so one of the things that I've learned recently about why they do that, they do it for two reasons. Number one, they want to keep the shoppers happy, right? They want to keep their customers happy to keep coming back and talk about the deals that they got at the department store, whether you shop at Walmart, Nordstrom's, Target, wherever you shop, right? They want to keep you happy. But here's the real reason why they do that. The reason they do that is, which is our subject today, is they have to remove all the merchandise from the store that is no longer profitable, Right. So all the merchandise that they have, they need to move it out so they can make room for new profitable merchandise. So all the merchandise that we've bought over the year that's been marked up and sold, they have profited off that merchandise. And now they need it to go. They need it to move out so now they can make room for next year's inventory, next year's inventory next season's clothes so you'll come back and buy the latest and greatest that you saw in the fashion magazine or on HDTV, wherever you're looking, wherever you get your ideas from, right? Stores know that. So they're really making room for the new. And so you'll hear signs or see signs that says everything must go. Right? It sounds like the store is closing down. Sounds like they're going out of business. No, they're simply making room for new things. How about your life? Do you have people, places, and things that once were valuable and profitable to you, but are no longer valuable and profitable? Right? Now, before you answer that, many of us have garages. Right. Those of you that own homes, many of you have garages that were meant for cars that are filled with stuff. Right. There are no cars in those garages. It is just stuff. And it's stuff that you ain't even used in a long time. But somehow you say it still has value. It has more values to the termites, the rats and the insects that come in than it does you but you keep it there. How about storages? Storages is one of the most fastest growing industry in America next to tech. Why? People spend billions of dollars a year storing their stuff, especially in America. We buy stuff, we use it, and then we store it away. We don't get rid of it. It just stores up, and then when the storage gets full, we buy a bigger storage. We just keep storing more stuff, right? Maybe it's time to think about, I need to give some of that away, right? So you've heard the saying that 
one man's garbage is another man's treasure. It's kind of we've heard that saying, right? Here's what I believe is one man's garbage is a, is another man's future garbage. Because you're going to get the stuff, you're going to use it, and then it's going to become your garbage, right? So we're really, we're just recycling, right? Treasure, garbage, treasure, garbage, right? We're recycling our life. We're not changing life. We're just recycling the stuff in. People get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to go to secondhand stores, garage store uh, sales, estate sales, to go buy other people's stuff, Stuff they are done with, now you're buying it and you're recycling it. Sounds noble, but it's going to become stuff in your garage eventually or your storage container eventually. It's time to throw away things that are no longer profitable. You've got to find the example that the retailers use to keep you coming back to their store. You wouldn't go to a store that was still carrying the same merchandise from 1995 and you knew that there was new stuff, right? Would you go to a store that was still selling VCRs? Many of you know what a VCR is, probably. Some of you don't, right? If you walk in a store and all they had was the best VCRs on the planet, you would not shop at that store. Why? Because there's Blu-ray, right? There's new ways to listen to music, right? Would you go into a phone store that was still selling phones from 1988? You know, those big old Motorola bricks? They got the coolest bricks in town. But you know that there are iPhone 11. Why would I want to go buy a brick from 1988 when I got an iPhone 11 option that I can buy? Well, it's the same way with your life. Why do you still have things from 1988 in your life that are no value? when there are 2020 versions of things waiting around the corner just for you, right? So we're coming into a new season. We're coming into a new year, a new place, a new opportunities, a new way of living. You cannot embrace the new if you're still clinging on to the old. Maybe you should follow Elsa's advice out of Frozen, let it go. It may be time to let it go. So we're going to talk about some areas that you really need to examine as you go into this new decade, this new year, this new place, that you might need to take a heartfelt examination of your life and think about, maybe I might need to let it go. So if you just join us, we're talking about making way for the new. I'm Lewis Howard Live. We're going to take just a quick break, give a shout out to our sponsors, and then we're going to come in, deep dive into it, and get you ready to launch into 2020 in a whole new way. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. 
The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206-728-JOBS. Hey, this is Lewis Howard. Thank you for dropping in, sitting in, tapping in, however you got in, to join us for this conversation as we're discussing today how to make room for the new, how to prepare yourself for a new decade, a new year, a new season of opportunities so that you can have a full, fun, best version of life that you have been designed to have. So we've kind of laid the foundation again, as I always do, kind of in our opening monologue about what the show is and, and, and really what does that look like, uh, having uh, a new. But before I can get to the new, i got to deal with the old, right? There's some things that I've got to deal with, right, in this decade that's ending so that I don't take in the decade that is beginning, right? I've gone through a major transition in my own life, and there were things that I had to get out. I had to let some things go. I had to, and things that I thought were valuable. It's not like I just let secondhand garbage leftover stuff go. These were things that were dear to me that I would have held on to longer if I could. So let's start with the first one is people, right? Our whole life involves people. Now, I have a philosophy that there are four types of people that are in your life. There are people that add to you. There are people that multiply you. And then there are people that subtract you. And there are people that divide you. So that's a, I guess that would be a harsh way of putting it, but it is a reality. It is what it is. There are people that are good for you. There are people that are bad for you. There are people that do good things for you, and there are people that do bad things for you. It's just, that's just the way it is, right? We just don't want to uh, quadrant people like that because we want to see the best in everybody. And everybody does have a best, but they also have a worse, right? And it's the question is, is your best coming out for me or is your worst coming out for me, right? So what I'm looking for to go into a new season is I'm looking for people that are adding and multiplying my efforts, not subtracting and dividing my efforts, right? I had a friend just recently send me a text, and she's known me eh, probably 18 years. And so she has seen me go through a lot of different changes and transitions over that period of time. And we were together recently and I was sharing her some of the new roles that I am taking on and working in affordable housing and helping families and managing all of the buildings and things that are going on. And she was rather in awe of that. And so she sends me a text the next day and I won't have time to go into all of it. But one of the things that she said is she wanted to compliment me on using my intelligence now to help people, the same intelligence that other people used and abused or they ignored. 
So at some point in my life, I had people that were using my intelligence, using my wisdom, using my experience for their own gain, but they were not adding to me. They were not multiplying me. And then I had other people that were simply subtracting and dividing from my intelligence and experience, making me think I'm an idiot because they're ignoring me. They're not giving any what we call street credit. They're not giving in me any, where's Aretha, R-E-S-P-C-T, right? Because they don't want to. And so I've wasted years with people like that. And so now I've reached a point where I need people to add and I need people to multiply. I don't need dividers. I don't need more subtractors. Got enough of those people. It's time to make a change. It starts with the man or the woman in the mirror. You got to look in the mirror and says, who am I and who do I need around me and who do I not need around me? So, you know, here's some things that come out people do to you. You may be trying to start a new business and a friend will say, why are you starting a new business? You can't afford to start a new business. Why are you quitting your job? You can't afford to quit your job. You can't even pay your bills. You had to borrow money from me. Now, is that friend an adder? Is that friend a multiplier? Is that friend a subtractor or a divider? And please don't put it on the banner of I'm keeping it real, okay? Because that's what we do when we want to toxify people or we want to be negative to them, and we don't want to be accountable for what we just said. We say, I'm just keeping it real. Well, you're keeping it real negative, right? You're keeping it real subtracting, okay? So it is what it is no matter what banner it is put under, right? Or you decide you want to go to Hollywood. You want to be famous. And your friends laugh at you. You can't make it in Hollywood. What do you think they're going to hire you? What kind of role you think you're going to play, right? So is that helpful to me? No, probably not. Hey, I'm, I'm 60 years old and I want to go back to school and get my master's degree. And people say, are you kidding me? You're too old to go back to school. You can't do that. I might need to move those people on, okay? That's what we're talking about, folks. When you have a goal and a destination and you've got people that are counterintuitive to that path, you may need to make a decision whether those people should be in your life. Now, I'm not telling you get up and start going divorcing people, right? I'm not telling you, hey, I heard this guy on this podcast, right? he told me you need to get out of my life, goodbye. Not telling you that, but what you may need to do is start to gradually pull away, respond to less and less texts, emails, phone calls, and messages, and just gradually put some separation between you and them. Maybe you're a performer, songwriter, producer, and you've got a song in you that you want to write, but then the people around you are being critical and negative, saying nobody wants to hear your song. Nobody wants to hear you sing. Think about if they'd have said that to every artist that we enjoy today. You think every artist was encouraged by everybody that came along the way? You think Kanye had encouragement every step of the way? You think Beyonce had encouragement Right? You think Soundgarden or some of these great bands that you've listened to, people just thought they were instant overnight successes? No, they had critics, they had haters. 
and they moved them out of their way so that they could move on, right? You don't think Bill Gates had haters when he wanted to start something that didn't exist called Microsoft? You don't think Jeff Bezos had haters in his life that told him he could not create one of the world's largest distribution and shipping and retail companies online in the world? You don't think he had haters? Yes. But he moved those haters out of the way and made room for adders. What do you need to make room for? Right? Where are you going and what do you need to make room for that? Here's what it comes down to. Right? My favorite thing is when people just say, that's a dumb idea. That's a dumb idea. Really? What basis do you have for that? So, I, you know, I, I'm doing um, Airbnbs, right? And so that's kind of when I sold my place, and that's kind of what I've been doing. And so I, and I'll share a little bit maybe in a uh, later segment, right? And so I was talking with someone about it, and what did they say to me? Well, that's not sustainable. Really? I'm looking at your life. You've been divorced for seven years. Your ex has moved on to somewhere else, is that sustainable? See, question, okay? So you have to think about, is this the kind of person that I need in my life with where I'm going? They may have been okay in 2003. They may have been okay in 2005 and 6 and 7 and 8 and 9. If you went through some tough times, some of those people were okay and they were needed back then. But now that you've gone on, to a new place, it may not be okay. It may be time, as I would say, you need to think about promoting those people that are subtractors, haters, dividers, naysay, negative people. It might be time to promote them to be the treasure in somebody else's life because they're no longer a treasure to me. They're garbage to me. Not saying the person's garbage, not being that, but what they're bringing to me has no value. It, it is no more good than me to put it in a storage or in a garage. It no longer has value. What you're saying to me doesn't have value anymore. It's not changing to me. It's not moving the needle. It might be time to promote them on to somebody else's dreams, goals, and purposes, because it ain't helpful for, for me. All right. Next place we want to talk about is places, right? Because places can be just as bad as people because places becomes traps for you, right? When you do the same thing over and over again, what does a place mean? Well, place is defined as a particular position or space, that you are in. Are you in the same place that you were when this decade started? Are you doing the same old thing? Are you going to the same nightclubs, the same bars, the same restaurants? Are you doing, are you going to the same Starbucks that you've gone through for 10 years? There are 300 of them and you're going to the same one. Are you in the same place that you've been in for 10, 20 30 years. You know, my favorite is when somebody tells me a story about something that has outlived its usefulness, but they're still holding on to it. It had a great story. The car had a great story, but the car is broken down now. Let it go. 
you're holding on to it, right? Right? You're in this place and you're trying to hold on to this place, this place that you were somebody at one point. Well, it, you're no longer that. You got to let that place go, right? Sometimes we just hold on. Our society does that, right? Because our society and our culture tells us that you, in order to be stable, you have to be in a different place. You need a home. You need a, you need a mortgage. And you need a job. And you need these things because when you're in that place, you're now stable, right? Well, our culture has changed so much that that is no longer the case. I got people living in Airbnbs. I'm one of them. I got people traveling around in in vans, and they live in the vans. They are living in mobile homes. They have decided to free themselves from the normal chains of culture and society, and they are enjoying it. They are having a blast, right? I am having fun living in these different Airbnbs. No, it's not sustainable forever, but for now, it's given me an opportunity to have new experiences and see things that I would never have done uh, more than a weekend, right? I can see it for a week at a time, and I learn different things about different areas. It's a whole new experience. But to other people, they look at that as that's not sustainable. That's not stable. You're in the wrong place. Well, what they're really saying is you're not tied down. You're not, you're not anchored down like the rest of us. Well, I don't need to be anchored down in order to be successful. Where were you when I was $2 million in debt? Where were you when I couldn't pay the mortgage on my big old house? Where were you when the credits were showing up, threatening me to take all my stuff? Where were you, right? You weren't offering me money or resources to help me stay stable. You were giving me a pat on the back saying, oh, man, that's a bummer. Sorry to hear that, Okay. Now that I'm free, now you can't handle that. So I may need to promote you on to somebody else's life, right? But being in a place, when was the last time that you did anything for the first time, right? When is the last time? Maybe in Seattle where I'm broadcasting the show, maybe you should go ride the big wheel, right? Maybe you should go do something that you've never done before. You never know what the door may open to. Maybe a company that you always wanted to work for, go apply for the job. You might not even be qualified for it. Go apply for it anyway. Go try something anyway. Some of you just need to try a new hairdo. You still wearing the same hairstyle from 1985. You need to go find a new barber, a new stylist, and just put on something new for once. Get out of that place. Get out of that place. It may be time for you to set sail anew for a place that will bring you new experiences, new people, and maybe people that you can meet that can become divine connections that can add and multiply your journey. Hey, we're going to take a quick break one more time, and then we'll come back. I'm going to wrap it up with my most favorite part of it is things, right? Things we hold on to that keep us from starting anew. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. We're bringing it. We're launching it. We're bringing the heat. We're going to give a shout-out to our sponsor real quick, and we'll be back to wrap up the show and get you ready for 2020 Vision. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206 728 jobs. Hey, this is Lewis Howard. Thanks for staying with us as we talk about how to make room, making room for the new. Man, it just dawned on me that it is the end of a decade. I don't know. Have you figured that out? The end of a decade, the start of a new decade, the start of a new year. 2020 is the beginning. Do you want 2020 vision, right? Well, you got to embrace the new and you can't embrace the new if you are holding on to the old, right? So that means making, not just setting goals. Here's what most people do at the end of a year. They just set new goals, right? They just set new plans. But not realizing is they need to do like the retailers do, as we talked about the early part of the show, is they need to offload that merchandise. You need to offload some people and some places in your life that are no longer profitable for you so you can make room to embrace the new. You can't do both. We try to do both. We hold on to these old, stale, funky relationships and people and places in our lives, and we don't have room for the new. And even when the new comes, it gets choked out by the old. You ever introduce a new friend when old friends are around? They treat that person so bad sometimes that the person doesn't even want to hang out with you anymore, right? Because they have been there. They're your old friend. I've known him since he was a kid on the parking lot when he was, you know, a fat kid, whatever, right? This person doesn't know any of that, right? They're just trying to get to know you. But these people are running them off. You ever take a new girlfriend around old friends? Man, that's tragedy waiting to happen. Because they're going to tell them all your junk. They're going to unload everything that they know about you, right? I don't need people like that. I need people that can celebrate something good about me and introduce that. I don't need them lying or misrepresenting or exaggerating, but I don't need you telling all my trauma and drama. I don't need for you telling me everything I did in 2013, right? That may not be the best thing to tell them at the moment. So sometimes we have to make those kinds of decisions. Maybe you're trying to launch a new business. You're trying to get your education on and finishing up a journey. Maybe it's time to start a family and you hanging out with single people. Maybe time to let them go so that you can move on to the new place and embrace the new thing that's waiting on you just around the corner. All right, the last thing we want to talk about today is things. Things. I'm holding on to my thing, right? Houses are things. Cars are things. Jobs are things. 
styles are things, right? What are you holding on to that's a thing that is no longer valuable? The thing that was in, the thing that was at the beginning of the decade that's not so cool that you're still holding on. These objects that we hold near and dear that once had value but no longer have value, they become an albatross around your neck. You know, I built a house, a nice house. I love that house. Uh, raised my daughter in that house. But there was a time where this house, it became a, a chain around my neck that was literally choking me, right? But I'm still trying to hold on to the memory of what this house was, and I didn't want to let it go. And it was taking me down fast, but I couldn't let it go because it was so near and dear to me. It had all these memories and all the dinners and the entertainment and the things that I had done. And I was romanticizing loving this house. But at the end of the day, I realized that for me to embrace the new thing, the new place, I needed to let this house go. And that was hard. That was difficult because this, this house was my identity it was my rite of passage. In many ways, it was my social capital. And I had to let it go. What are you holding on to that's a thing that you need to let go? And I'm going to put it maybe in a different way, the thing you're worshiping, the thing that's an idol to you. I know guys whose cars are gods to them. They worship that car. They wash that car. They detail that car. They, they let nothing get on that car right? But the rest of their life needs an overhaul. Their relationships are suffering. Their children are suffering. Their job performance is suffering. But this car, it's in perfect condition. They get up Saturday morning to make sure that they take care of this car and they put it in auto shows and they put it on the block. They go down with Sir Mix-a-Lot at the Redmond Town Center, and they put their, their hot car out there along with his car and a bunch of guys standing around that are too fat to get in most of the cars telling stories of the way life was, right? Holding on to things that you probably need to let go. Now, you know, some of us get stuck in the past, right? Music. Music is one of the things. People are listening to old music. That, that's all they listen to, right? They're still listening. Look, I love 60s music like the next person, but that's not all I listen to. There's some, there's some 2020 music out there. There's some new heat being dropped every day, right? There are young guns writing new songs every day, right? So whatever genre you like, pop, rock, gospel, R&B, hip-hop, right? Edge rock, whatever version of it is, there's new... But I can tell you the average person listens to 70s and 80s rock. They don't even listen to what's new. They'll say, oh, they don't know how to make new music, man. That was great music back then. They're stuck in the past. They're listening to things and following things that are outdated. Well, how are you going to relate to people today if you're back in 1980s listening to Joan Jett, Pink Floyd, right? Motley Crue. How are you going to connect with the Kanye generation, the, the Drizzy generation, the Lil Wayne generation, right? Right? The Harry Connick generation, 
people that are listening to the new, you won't be able to because you're stuck in the past. You got to let it go. We should all learn from the past. I'm not saying don't learn from the past. That's a wise thing to learn from the past. But if you live in the past, that's foolish. If you just live there, that's foolish. Learn from it, but don't live there. You got to let it go. I let the past be a teacher for my future. I don't live there. Right? You start talking to me too much stuff past 18 months, and I'm probably going to check out on you because I don't sit there and think about what went on in 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I just don't spend time thinking about that. I'm thinking about I got to get and produce a fresh show today, right? That's going to air tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about the shows I did five years ago. They're probably not that good, right? I'm thinking about the new heat, the new hotness, the new thing, the new track that's going to come. What's the new platform I can get on to reach more people, right? I'm not worrying about the old. So you should honor the past, right? But don't live there. But if you're in your 30s and 40s and 50s and still talking about your football days and still wearing your letterman's jacket from high school or showing your Little League trophy off, it's probably time to let it go. You are holding on to things that are way gone, right? They are way gone, okay? Ladies, it might be time to put your dog collection away, okay? Nothing is more weirder or creepier to me than walking into a grown woman's house with a dog collection and stuffed animals all over the place, okay? Y'all have the word creeper, that's creepy. That's creepy. It's just weird. So it might be time to give those dolls away to a younger generation, to a younger kid, Get them out of your house and, and, and remove yourself from the clutter of your past. Your childhood is done. And let me just tell you while I'm on this subject, stop buying yourself things that you wanted as a kid. Stop that. Get over that, right? Don't go buy yourself G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grit and you 50. Get over that. Stop buying yourself. You can't relive your childhood. Stop buying the Easy Bake Oven, ladies. It's done. It's over. Don't go shopping in the past, right? Stop trying to make your kids enjoy the toys that you didn't get to have or you had when you were a kid. Let them enjoy their Nintendo. Let them enjoy their video. Let the three-year-old play on the smartphone. It is what it is. Stop forcing them and forcing yourself to try to relive the past. Now, having said that, I like some things from my past. I like Batman. So I have Batman things. But I also have grown adult things as well. I don't over-collect or overemphasize that. It's certainly part of it. Batman is still cool. So you know what? That's cool. Easy bake ovens. Not so cool, okay? So you have to just keep it relative to certain things are good for collectibles and merchandise and different things like that. I get it. But when you're holding on and you're using it as a vice to live there, then you're living a foolish life. And you can't embrace the new way of living. Here's here's the deal. Letting go is not easy. I am firsthand proof of that right? It's heartbreaking to let some people go out of your life because you like them. You love them. 
but they need to go, right? It's hard to have those conversations. But you know that if they don't go, you're not going. You're not going anywhere. You're going to keep taking the same lap around that mountain that you've taken for the last 10 years if you don't let certain people go. You need to stop calling them. You need to stop emailing, stop texting, stop going to the bar, stop taking shots with them. You know you're tired of doing it in the first place, but you keep doing it anyway because that's what they want to do, okay? And make a change, right? One of my favorite songs is Michael Jackson, The Man in the Mirror. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. It's going to feel real good to make a difference. But in order to do that, I've got to make some changes with some people and places in my life. And many of us, we fight to hold on to the past. We will lose relationships to hold on to the past. We will, we will sabotage new opportunities to hold on to the past. I know world-class athletes, NFL athletes, multi-million dollar athletes, getting paid 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year to do what they love is sabotaging their life because they can't let their homeboys go. They can't let their crew grow go that they grew up with in the hood. And these people are in their life and they are sabotaging their success because they're still causing them to live the certain way that they used to live. They're walking into stadiums with weapons. Okay, if you're an NBA player, why do you need an arsenal of guns to go into and play a football game or a basketball game? Because that's what you needed on the block. It's time to let it go. That's a hard thing. You need new people, right? It's hard. It's hard, ladies. You, you got people, girls that are just haters on you, right? Every time you try to do something, they're hating on it. Right? You try to do something outside of your culture, your race, your gender, your norm, and they're hating on you. And then you can't grow. Because in your heart, you believe that there's something more than just going to happy hour, going to get your nails done, your mani and your petty, and going to shopping. You think that there is more to life than that, that. But your girlfriends don't. Okay? They've set themselves in a certain way of living. You got to make a call on that. That's not easy, right? You want to start a new business. You want to do something different. And yet everybody you know work nine to five, 40 hours a week, and they don't see anything other than that job. And they can't see somebody breaking out of their shell and going out and making a difference in the world. You might need to make a change. These are not easy. This show is probably a difficult show for many of you because it's going to force you because now you have this knowledge and it's done dropped into your ear gate. You're going to have to deal with it because if you don't, you are purposely sabotaging your future. You are rationalizing and justifying failure, okay? And so don't blame anyone when you're not where you want to be at the end of the next decade because you chose to do what you thought was easy and convenient and you chose to hold on to the past. We think the past was our best days. I hear people say, my best days were behind me. Now I'm going into my golden years, my sunset years. I'm going to ride off into the sunset, right? I'm sitting the other day with people talking about their death. I had to get up and leave. I'm like, oh, we got to go, right? 
I ain't ready to be thinking about that. My best days are ahead of me. Your best days are ahead of you. They're up and around the corner. Even if you've had some great days, you got some greater days to come. Let go of the old good days. Let go of the old things. Let go of the old places, right? I'm not saying be irresponsible and just sell your life and go live around in a trailer, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it may be time to make some decisions to start sectioning off some people, some places, and some things, right? So no matter what change, adaptation, or transition you are going through, there are new awesome, great things that heaven, life, the universe, God has waiting on you. Grab the story. Grab the winds of change and allow yourself to be blown in a new direction. You never know what you might find. You never know who you might meet. Be like Dorothy and go try to find Oz. You never know who you might meet along your journey. Be like Elsa. Let it go, and you never know who might come into your life. Believe it, and you can achieve it. But you got to see it, embrace it, and own it, and really make it your own. I wish you the very best 2020. I hope it is the greatest year that you have ever imagined, that you have ever had. I hope it brings everything that you have hoped life would bring. But more importantly, I hope that you make the changes and make the transition into the new by letting go of the old so you can be the best version of yourself and not just for yourself, but that you could be a blessing and an impact and a change to those around you. Thanks for joining us today. I so appreciate being able to share this with you. I know that it is reaching somebody right now. I know it's a game changer for somebody right now. I know it will set some people on a new course, and I can't wait to hear about your success and the things that you've done as a result of letting go of the old and making ready and embracing the new. We'll see you again on another edition of Lewis Howard Live. You can catch us coast to coast 24-7 on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, uh, and several other formats to reach us. Thank you for allowing us to bend your ear for 30 minutes and helping you become the best version of yourself. We'll see you again on another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. 
The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206-728-Jobs. 